Oh my God, we have a technology podcast. Did did you forget? Because I forgot. <laughs> it's been so long. It's been so long. Well, you know, the 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 heart grows fonder, something, something. Uh or I know. or out of Good sight, out didn't... of mind, really. I've been forgotten. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, of course not. You've mm-hmm. just been busy being on everybody's podcast. Oh. You've been on like so many different shows. You've like launched on different networks. I'm sorry, oh, you're like the great shows. you're like a fucking superstar now. Oh, so God, now I'm just like oh, now my Twitter bio should just be friend of Alex Cox. <laughs> 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 so you know you forget about little old me, little old me, a little old refresh. It's okay. Oh, oh God, no. The, mm, mm. <laughs> Hi, I'm Alex Cox. I'm the senior AV producer at Cards Against Humanity. <laughs> and I'm James C. Green. I make radio. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when you're like, I'm James C. Green. I'm a freelance designer and some... Oh, how the times have changed. Oh, I know. I know. I know. And this is Refresh. The show about the things we plug in, program, and play with. Hey. <laughs> oh, man. I missed everybody. Also, James, but every, mostly everybody listening. Hi. How are you? You can tweet Hi. at me at, at Alex Cox, spelled C-O-X, not the other way. Um, and you can tweet at me at underscore James T. Green. Whoa, we are way off. That's usually how we end it. Well, you know, well, it was a good short show. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good thing nothing happened last week, right? <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, not at all. Well, we have a lot to talk about (laughs) being a very traditional and dry technology show because WWDC was last week. But we were texting uh, about a week ago and you had just alluded to some changes in your workflow. And I kind of just had to like literally sit down. Um, so, so so I want to, I want to kind of start off by getting into the boring details of our, um, productivity methods, because I read the book deep work (laughs) on your recommendation and, uh, I have some, I have some hot takes. Oh, I'm, I'm like seriously looking forward to this. I've been waiting on bated breath to hear what you think. You can you can actually if if you want if you want some uh, exclusive exclusive behind the scene podcaster content, I am uh, texting with no renowned podcasters Merlin Mann and Max Temkin, actually about an, <laughs> a pencil oh an, an Apple pencil app that's called like Moop 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 uh, Moop Moop. Well, you know, maybe we'll have some real-time follow-up in the show. Um, uh, maybe. Nebo. It was called Nebo. <laughs> <laughs> Moop is a better name than Nebo. <laughs> sure. Let's, let's go with Moop. Uh, all right. So, uh, I actually, I, I did not read Deep Work traditionally. I listened to Deep Work as an audiobook because I had, an extra, I had extra Audible credits. And it, it was oh, actually... How was that? <laughs> No, it was, I was, it was fine. Like, you know, you kind of, Audible has pretty generous audio samples um, because some of the older books, I mean, God bless them, but they're just so overcompressed. And also the people who read them are old and boring. But I, (laughs) I I didn't think it was, I, I, I I thought that was fine. Um, 
And I, I've always loved the, not necessarily the idea of deep work as it is presented in the book by, because I have, um, I, I have notes, uh, uh, who, who wrote it? And, and he presents deep work really as a, like, not just a way of working, but like a lifestyle. It was kind of like, it felt like reading GTD and like he was trying to pull me like people have called GTD like cult like, which it totally is. But I don't think the book is cult like, like, I don't think the book presents like some crazy alternative lifestyle. Whereas deep work where the conceit is like you just dive in and you have these deep moments of uninterrupted, intense productivity. Uh, it felt a little bit like, I don't, I don't know. It, it was, it was weird. It felt weird at times. Um, whereas I always been have been a huge fan of the idea of like a flow state where it's like um, challenge. It, it, it's like one of those dumb charts that you will, we should put it in notes where uh, it looks like it should be made fun of on the show Silicon Valley, but it's like uh, pro- productivity um, versus like brain power. And it's like, you, you find that perfect state. Whereas, uh, where and like I took away stuff uh, from deep work of like yes obviously focusing on one task at a time is ideal that is what our brains are prog- programmed for um, yes uh, giving your full time and attention to one thing at a time um, I kind of just re- uh, I I think did I just repeat myself sort of, well no. Yes, you did, but it's okay. No, I, I don't think so. Like giving your uh, <laughs> focusing on one task, I think is different than giving your time and attention to one thing. Like, and I think they're kind of, um, like I can be focusing on making dinner, but my time and attention is on my I- iPad and the newest episode of Scandal. Um, where well, it's <laughs> wild because he 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 did talk about that, and it was like conversations about what did he call it like productive meditation or something or am i making that up i think i'm making that up or just like productive rest i don't know maybe i'm making that up but it's like this idea of like when your brain is like in a state of rest Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you can like it's it's almost like waking lucid dreaming in a way yeah I think that's what he was talking about. It's been a while since I read it. Yeah, definitely doesn't sound cult-like at all. Totally normal. No, no, no. Totally Um, normal. Totally. Yeah, and and I don't know. It it seemed, maybe it's because I've also been sort of raised in in this Steve Jobsian style where I think that um, (laughs) spontaneous interactions are great for creativity and I really believe in like the free flowing uh ideas all around and and also maybe it's because my brain is it it is actually manic most of the time um but i i thought it was kind of heavy-handed i i will say that like all of these ideas like yes they're great but 
they're hard to put into practice and very he he doesn't provide like realistic ways of putting them into practice like yes I do schedule my days like by the hour um every single day which which sounds a little crazy pants to people um but I always like to put in like flexibility uh and and kind I think this is you sort of touched on that before like I schedule reading time um because not even because uh I won't get to it but because it's just I I schedule video gating time because it's just nice to think of like oh okay cool I've done this now I've gotten to my time um and I I don't know or or I schedule mail time uh like time with my wife oh oh not what you think it is but (laughs) like uh, no but like for example I know my wife will be meeting (laughs) until 8 p.m and then like from uh 8 p.m to 10 p.m is mail time so we're like and that's like we're gonna do whatever um but like scheduling oh god I know uh two hours is pretty it's pretty good though oh yeah it's gonna be two hours of watching scandal (laughs) oh what a show um (laughs) i've got some scandal hot takes too uh fuck men and white men and uh anyway (laughs) uh, but (laughs) but like i i like the idea of scheduling uh unstructured time but you you really like push this book on me hard because i'm like okay what is uh a book i should read deep work okay james what is what's one book i if i had to read any book about business or productivity and we were doing a pro doing something together what would you want me to read deep work so i read deep work i would like to know your thoughts about deep work now that i've shared all of my boring incoherent ramblings <laughs> it was not incoherent i like totally understood what you were saying Oh man, uh, it's it's also been so long since I read it, so my details on it might be kind of fuzzy. So when I first read it, I was like also in a completely different working environment. Like I was working for myself, and like my time was definitely more towards, I guess, Cal Newport's time, where mm. he can kind of like direct his own schedule for the most part because he's a tenured professor, and like looking at it from that type of angle, like your structure of time is going to be so much different versus when you're working for somebody else. You know what I mean? Or Mm -hmm. working on a team or even working in a different industry. You know what I mean? Like before I was uh, primarily teaching and working in tech and programming and these type of things. And now I professionally work in radio. So that means like a lot more meetings because it's kind of, baked in the process of making radio um, when it comes time for like having group edits for people to listen to things or setting time with people to actually think about like what are the stories you're going to pitch this that and the third so I definitely remember when I first read it I took it a lot more literal um, and I remember just like completely like throwing out the old way I used to work and like completely like retooling pretty much everything and now i remember like the latest time i reread it i was like shifting towards like a new career path Mm -hmm. and i kind of like retook cal's like suggestions and used them as just as such which i guess is the more human thing to do i guess (laughs) use these things as suggestions versus gospel and i was like okay like maybe a suggestion about when I'm working like to put things in do not disturb or 
scheduling out blocks of time on a calendar uh that way other people cannot schedule things against it like these these type of suggestions but not following it to a t because Mm -hmm. you know i'm not a computer science tenured professor (laughs) so the way yeah so the way so the way that i work is going to be completely different than the way he works so it's like listening to the suggestions he gives acknowledging his privileges and his point of view and where he lives and the fact he has a family and these type of things and then seeing like how can i fit into my life and it's been all right i still suggest it to you Hmm. and you seem to like it (laughs) i i've got like a i'm like a soft you should read deep work and i feel like you're a little bit of a harder deep Mm. you should read deep work Mm. i'm i'm like i'm like a ah i'm like one of those uh sleep number mattresses and i'm like right smack dab in the center Mm. like i am i am like i don't even know what they go up to but i'm in the center of that (laughs) i'm i'm like i feel like younger me liked it better than older me and i think that's because older me has become much more cynical oh well good as as well there we are (laughs) um all right, I in I, New York in New York, me has gotten more cynical. <laughs> oh, oh, interesting, interesting. Is is so? I wonder though, is it New York you <laughs> or is it Trump administration you? Because, Ooh, because this is very I, interesting. Yeah, they're all <laughs> happening at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. True. I, eh, like like uh there. Mm, well, <laughs> there, today I, I've been having a weird, really funky, b- bad day because it's um, the anniversary of uh, the Pulse nightclub shooting in Orlando, if people remember that, and uh, a, a gay club was targeted, and it was like a really, it, 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 it's hard to let every uh, mass shooting in America affect you because then you don't get out of bed but that one really hit me hard because i had uh, friends who were there and when the president tweets something about something that like tangentially affected you and you need to go into the bathroom and throw up because you're so repulsed like i feel like that really speaks to the state (laughs) politics these days oh that's so it's so real god I I'm I'm why so why do you think New York has made you more cynical? So so it's weird. Like New York feels like a weird place. Like I think it's made me more cynical. I think it's a mixture of a couple things. Like living in New York, uh being in Trump's uh presidency and working firmly in journalism. It's like a nice cocktail of Huh. Like really becoming very skeptical. And it's strange. Like I look back at myself like I have moments where, you know, as one does, like look back at their old tweets and <laughs> I'll realize that I was such an idyllic little seedling. And <laughs> I think it also was like this mixture of just like, um, you know, I'm born and raised in the Midwest. I'm always Midwest nice. I mean, still am. You can never knock that away from me. And I did work in tech and tech is just such an idyllic space. Like 
it always wishes for the best in every single person and like that this xyz will change your life for whatever um and when you no longer work in there and you're pretty much reporting on the hard truths of the fucking world you see that in fact the world is so much more fucked up than you can kind of turn an eye to you know what i mean and with the exception of that with the exception of literally like i still remember being with like I forgot, was I hanging out with you when Trump was elected? I was over in Max's house. No. So, well, I, I was actually um, at the office editing and was going to head over to uh, Max Temkin, our, our friend, at slash my boss. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and man, well, full disclosure, the man who feeds my cats pretty much. Um, yeah. and, <laughs> and I, I was going to go over and I was very excited because we all expected a very different outcome. Um, yeah. and I definitely remember like it was, it's, it's wild, but then at the same time, it just became this like big realization of like being black and queer in America. And it was just kind of like that moment of just like, fuck, like, yeah. it, like it was just like a moment of just like, oh yeah, this world isn't and was not made for you. And then when you pile that upon like working in journalism, and then when you pile that on to granted, I love New York, but like just last week an F train stopped underground and was stuck underneath the Hudson for 50 minutes and people with no ac and people were like legitimately at the station like look it up on look it up on twitter like it's wild like i saw the videos of people like literally banging on the doors like trying to open pry open the doors um it's just like (laughs) it's a wonderful city but it's like why do we choose to live in a in a garbage can but (laughs) but you know know, (laughs) okay like yeah, so so it's a wild so it's a wild thing. Like I love I love the city, um, but it's it's a it's a hard city to be in. And I don't know if it's just like I'm dealing like with like my own loneliness of like missing everyone back home and everything. But ah, uh, I have become I, I maybe cynical is the wrong word. Like maybe it's just like more of a realist, yeah. as in not being so ideal list in my thinking and i think maybe it's a form of production i guess like you know if you really want to dig into it like this is not the tech show we thought (laughs) this was supposed to be our very traditional (laughs) normal tech show yeah it's just totally oh boy oh man why am i talking about feelings oh man quick alex say something (laughs) that's the thing it's it's almost it's not you don't sound cynical to me you sound sad which is heartbreaking as your friend and and also as someone you know who who likes to tease you and everybody about new york um (laughs) but but i i think it's really interesting because oh man especially because you you bring up like working in journalism and uh i i think i told you this i went to j school for a year and was like hard pass um and (laughs) And that's uh, the thing i love it i absolutely love it um but i think i think i am a little sad and i and i kind of like re i like kind of came to terms with that and and that it's like okay to be sad you know what I mean? It is okay but, to be sad. Yeah, but I'll be honest. Like, 
I am a little sad. Mm-hmm. Like, especially like the weather's breaking. And granted, like I have great friends out here in parks and marijuana and all these <laughs> things, you know. And but but you know, like sometimes you want to enjoy those things with your friends back home. And yep. and goddamn, like I just want to be on the patio of fucking boiler room drinking uh shots of Jameson and eating their completely overburnt pizza and going to the Whistler. Like I want it like, you know, typical Chicago summer shit. Um but yeah. So No, I I'm dealing with sadness. Yeah. And I saw a new psych. I'm trying out new medication. We'll see how this works. <laughs> And and I I just like the I love the phrase it's okay to be sad. Um, everyone should actually check out our friend Kevin Budnick's zine. It's okay to be sad on Patreon because yeah. it's really really good. But I I now now my mind is replaying the night Trump was elected, and we've talked about this on the show Ooh. before I think. And I, it, it's a lot I'm to like, rehash. Sure we did, yeah. But 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 I, I I'm realizing now that the reason I didn't I mean the reason I didn't head to Max's uh, was like I was working and I, I started to see the tides turn um, and I'm I'm like a cat it's not it's not always the people that provide me comfort but the places and that was at the point where Max was still in his new house. So it's like this isn't my my comfort zone, and Max has a beautiful home, and I think now it, now my opinion, like this is totally irrational. Like, and it's like okay, I'm going to stay in this office because I am privileged that I get to work in a space that was literally made for me, not me, but like literally made for um, the people who try to have the ideals and attitudes that I strive for. And this is a queer safe space. This is and and like all of this, I'm sure, like was completely subconscious and dumb. But it's like, okay, this this stupid office is literally my second home. It, honestly, it's kind of my first home, be- and which sounds totally unhealthy, but like when you're you're seeing something, I, I've I've talked to friends about this, and I'm like, how crazy is it? Um, and they're like, well, I think about like how my parents like built my childhood home and and I was I like watched this place get built and uh like I moved three times since we've since I've worked in this office and um my my wife was actually like in the suburbs like like voting and I was just alone in this office and I'm like I, I am like a cat. This is a good space. The space makes me feel safe right now. It's not that people made me feel unsafe or anything. Where dogs, you know, they like to be, they like people. I like places. And uh, it was, I'm, I just kind of hunkered down and was like, okay, this this country might not be for you right now, but you are lucky enough that this tiny corner of the world is. So take advantage of it. And especially now going to the suburbs, 
I, I don't want to say I'm more guarded because honestly, I like, I kind of try to play it. I talk about how cool it is to be gay, like being gay in the 21st century. You're the cool kid. Like everybody from high school is like, oh man, yeah, you're, you've got the, you got the gay clout, but going to the suburbs fucking sucks. Wow. That sure was New York. What's happening? You know, people people are out here just... <laughs> you know what? <laughs> this is New York. I love it. I, yeah. That sounded joyous, actually. Maybe it did. I'd like to think oh, of it, was. it, it, was. Some, it was. some youths playing some music down the street. And if I was <laughs> that, not encased the... in a small box recording right now, I, the same thing would be happening at my house. Man, what the, a downer. We're, I'm being the... I mean, I feel like we needed <sighs> this. Yeah, I feel like we really needed this. I'm a big also, we haven't ta- we haven't talked like in so fucking long that hasn't been in an iMessage conversation. I know, and it's been literal years since uh, Pride parades have also become, you know, places of protest. And, and <laughs> oh god, <laughs> uh, not to bring us back down again, but yeah. oh god, well, oh, like that's the thing. I hate, I hate going. I, I hate Pride. Not okay. That that's a blanket statement. I hate going to Pride parades because I am not a Pride parade person. Again, I like to st- stay in small cold quiet places uh pride parades are not that and i've never felt like a sense of duty to like be uh literally out and proud on those days because it's a big celebration and uh you know like have at it everybody yes it's fantastic it's wonderful i'm gonna sit inside and watch gay movies let's all celebrate in our own ways but this year it feels like no there you you it is your responsibility because you have the privilege of still being safe uh, that you need to be out and visible and all of that, um, and I'm not like complaining. Yeah, do you feel I, do you feel like pressure? To um, go? Uh, interest. Uh, it's a more of definitely more of an internal pressure, I think, um, and and not even necessarily the actual parade, but just participating more in Pride Week. And I definitely have been more. Uh, I don't know. Like again, to say out and proud. It has always felt strange to me because um, I, I I was born this way. I didn't. It, it's a, it's kind of the same thing as like uh, saying I'm proud to be an American. Like those are both things. Ugh, that uh, yeah. No. Like, but, okay. Uh, man, okay, hearing okay, that just made me feel okay, gross. Okay. Hold 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 on with me. Like like I am. Uh, both of those things happened to me. I did not p- participate in any of those. And I am uh, l- honestly lucky to be gay, in my opinion. And But also I'm very lucky that I am gay in a, um, you know, in a large... I'm, I'm gay and white in a large city in America. So it's like... <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm proud to have that privilege. Like I, I'm super lucky. I God. Ugh. Well, yeah, and so yes. I, so I, I feel just like, imagined. So I ugh. just like imagined like you saying proud to be gay and white, but like sung in the oh. proud to be a, an American like <laughs> cadence. <laughs> oh God. I'm proud to be gay and white. <laughs> Where at least <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh. Mm. well and that's something else to address is chicago pride is predominantly well uh, not predominantly white but there's uh definitely a lack of um like a 
a lack of black men. It, it's kind of seen an uptick in the past couple of years. Um, but again, I'm only outside for like 15 minutes. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I did a flood the other day and said uh, kissing hands and shaking babies. So I'm not going to say that here, shaking hands and kissing babies. Um, uh, oh, God. oh, man. Yeah. Um, but like that, that that that's why i never felt a uh, like need to go to pride because it's a big party and i don't genuine generally like big parties uh whereas now it's like yeah m- me and all of my queer friends like we should get the fuck out there i don't know do you have any like do you do the pride thing so I used to do Pride back in Chicago, but like for instance, right now, hence why like the the streets are super electric. Um, I believe Brooklyn Pride is today, and um, or or it like has been happening all across the weekend. Um, and frankly, I mean, like, oh, man, this we are going deep here. I'm I'm I am so sorry. Um, <laughs> so like, so like with with queerness, I mean, like. So I've thought about this a lot and I think a lot about passing um, because like I fit, Mm -hmm. I, I personally identify as bi and, but it's like when you have a partner who is of the opposite like gender representation Mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter that like this partner is also um, identifies as queer, particularly pan, like in my partner's case, like, but on the street you see us. And you would just think that, like, we're just a um, heterosexual couple. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think so much about passing. And I mean, like, I look at myself and, like, I guess depending on, like, what kind of day I'm having, I can look pretty masculine or, um, you know, like, nose rings kind of are not really um, <laughs> that anymore. But anyway, it's just, like, I think a lot about that. And I'm personally trying to... Um, I guess lean more into my queer identification. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a baby queer in a way. Um, so I guess it's like long winded way of saying that like I'm not. And I guess like on the surface, if excuse, I'm too tired to go to pride celebrations mm-hmm. <laughs> at the moment. I just kind of want to be in my home especially because like my work is super demanding and it's demanding because I love it so like I leave the days tired and the last thing I want to do is like continue to be out in the heat I just want to be at home watching Bachelorette um and um smoking these uh brand new I I, okay so tangent I just (laughs) started smoking these uh lavender chamomile cigarettes in, and they're wait, fantastic. Whoa, wait, wait. I've whoa, become like I've become a Brooklyn witch. I <laughs> I have become one. It is it is I've transcended. I've become that. What the fuck? Wait. So there's not any so, tobacco. There's not weed. No, it's lavender, no. lavender and chamomile. Yeah. So like so what like I'm fuck? I'm so 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 I'm looking at it right now. Hold on. I'm gonna open up the case. You hear that radio? Um. And they honestly, like, I opened this case, and it looks like joints. Like, they, they're hand-rolled, but the herb in it is just tea leaves. 
but it tastes so refreshing. So it's like all the benefits of drinking tea, but it's like the different. No, 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 no. Stay with me here. So it's like, so you're releasing like all the same like pleasures of drinking tea and taste um, and like energy I get like when I particularly drink like black tea or green tea, but you're smoking it instead. And it smells really good. Like it smells like incense sticks. Like, and uh, it's 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 so delightful. And it's like the great sensations of smoking, um, but in public and legally. And I don't know. I personally like to pace and smoke. And I used to smoke cigarettes. Um, so this is like a nice, good medium. This is so interesting. No, I do because I want to try because I am personally, uh, I've never enjoyed smoking. Like even, even, uh, and let's be clear. I fucking love weed. I just don't like (laughs) consuming. I, uh, or rather, you should start start vaping. Vaping is really nice. Well, well, that's, that's, uh, that is my, um, of course I should say, you know, with a little (laughs) asterisk, Everything that I'm referring to uh, are, are activities that I have done in Seattle where weed is legal. So in Seattle, I fucking yes. love weed. Um, but I've never really <laughs> enjoyed, I just don't enjoy smoking. Like I don't enjoy, uh, maybe it's like my sinuses. So in Seattle, um, I have a <laughs> PAX and a um, G pen, which was recently gifted that is the to same. us. That is the same one I have, the G pen. Yeah. So the wire cutter. Yeah. Yep. Thank you. Uh, well, actually, in the uh, another full disclosure, they did send a bunch of things to our office, uh, and then we were we like did a little raffle, like so. I I just came across. Oh, this. you lucky uh, motherfuckers! I know, right? Oh, well, <laughs> funny story too, because I I always have so much like tech shit on my desk, and people just like pile stuff on, and I have to like put it away, um, or oh like, and so and so then I'm like. Uh, and so I, I like got got one of them. Like my name was picked in the raffle, and I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" And I, <laughs> and I, I almost put it in our AV closet. I'm like, "Is this a new like? What the hell is happening?" No, I was it, like, is, oh, it nope. is. It is not a portable battery. <laughs> it is not a portable battery. Um, but but it I is should not say, an iPod shuffle. <laughs> I, w- I don't know. I'm kind of out on the G pen. I, I don't have a final verdict on the G pen. I might like the packs more. But anyway, um, the <laughs> the the <sighs> whole thing was disagree, oh I uh, the 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 thing with uh, smoking though is like it's uh, like, in Seattle. In Seattle, well, no, I I want to try chamomile <laughs> and lavender. Like that's so crazy. Like oh, I, it's so is pleasant. It, it is, is it, so pleasant. I'm wondering, is it? Not good for you, but what are the drawbacks <laughs> of? Uh, I mean, so so the uh, when when you smoke it, it's like not like the you know uh, perfect Bill Clinton joke here. It's like not uh, you don't inhale, um, but <laughs> instead, like what you're supposed to. <laughs> Sorry, it took me. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> but but like what you do is like you take a puff and then you're you're supposed to let the smoke kind of like just take a small puff <clears throat> you let the smoke kind of like waft around in your mouth for a little bit like get the taste and then you just exhale like it's meant to be like a calming kind of activity um versus like the inhale where you're just letting all this into your lungs um but but yeah like i don't know i've taken it's it's just as I mean regardless you're still 
letting very hot ash into, into your, your mouth. Drugs. But there's no tobacco, there's no nicotine, it's non-habit forming. Um, you know, you're you're essentially just smoking leaves that are just tea leaves, like and you can hand roll them yourself or you can get them pre rolled. But have you tried vaping the chamomile and lavender? Like I, that's that, I have honestly, not. I have not. That's the first thing I would do. I'd be like, oh no, fuck this. And then I would. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you can though. I know you can. Like I know they make oils for that. Um, like, oh like, like, yeah, you're right. That's legal. I could I could vape uh, could totally that shit that. in Chicago. No, I can't be that kid. I can't be. I'm. Too, I feel like I'm too old. To no. To, I don't. It depends on your vape. It depend depends. But, true, true. but yeah, I mean, like, I like it and, you know, I'm, I'm okay with like my, my now transition into like a witch, um, <laughs> Brooklyn witch, Brooklyn witch. Um, <laughs> with, with chamomile <laughs> cigarettes, um, and my very dark wardrobe, which is fine, which is fine. The, I mean, <laughs> the, the next time that we're in uh, Seattle or Portland or we both have uh, <laughs> medical licenses and we're in California, I, I really want to share with you these uh, gummies. Like, uh, so I'm wondering then, do you, do you have a, like, I, I've always been a, when I'm in Seattle, I've always been a uh, edible person. <laughs> like, oh, but not man. like, not so- like cookies and shit, like just like mints or like little tablets. And I, man, I, I, I like drugs i just really something i don't like smoking i like drugs <laughs> drugs are great um did, did I, I <laughs> this is something i talked about on another show I, I i do but uh i i won the dare bear in my at my school uh dare to resist <laughs> drugs and violence oh, man. but uh still don't like violence if only i could of, tell that, uh, that young, yeah yeah <laughs> Young Alex, when you're in Seattle, you're... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, I am bummed we didn't, like, hit up a dispensary when we were out in uh, XOXO, but, you know. Oh, 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 I did. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I know you did. That's what I meant. We didn't see each other the entire time we were out there. Yeah, no, I was, uh, I I was enjoying gummies, uh, and, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, too bad. Yeah, that shit's (laughs) fucking dangerous. (laughs) Wait, no. Like, well, well, I'm saying, like, with me, you know, I'm a, I'm a snacker. I am a snacker palooza. So I'll forget probably that there's bud in it, and I'll just, be like, oh my god, gummy bears! This is fantastic. Oh, see, see, that's <laughs> like the holy thing. shit! Like the day somebody makes fucking edible chocolate almonds, like that's oh, it. game fuck over no. for me. Game oh my god, that me. could happen! That could happen. You just use almond, you just use butter, and then like oh, you I know. use the weed butter. Oh my god! Oh well, and and that's why I'm not like a baked goods fan. I'm very much like. Uh, I, I realize if I was into like, like joke, joking aside, if you are into dangerous drugs, please be careful and don't, don't <laughs> yes, like, please, 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 I mean, please live your life, but be careful. But even with, um, uh, I'm not, I'm not like afraid to overdose on weed, but like, I'm, I don't, I want to enjoy myself when I'm not like, and not end up like face, face down on the floor. Uh, most of the time and so I really like the little candies that are like specifically five milligrams and like enjoy as you uh like and and it's I I don't know I'm into like dosing 
And I, yeah, I don't know, yeah. man. There's, no, there's I mean, like the, the wild thing about. Ooh. Oh, oh, I know. This is Good great. Stuff. This is a great it's, show. Great show. Um, <laughs> Technology. So, <laughs> so, so the great thing, like the thing is about like like weed, and I, I know right. <laughs> the great thing about weed, um, is like it's kind of like coffee in a way. Where it's like you can get really, really nerdy about it, and then you can like really get to know like the different strains, and you get to know like what different different types are, and like especially like when you get in like vaping, and like you can get to know like what are the different temperatures that can like affect your different highs. But, and I am gonna put a hard cap on the show as this the last question. But what, what was your worst high? What happened? Oh, hmm. Um, honestly, uh, I mean, like, I annoyed, I I annoyed the heck out of my my wife and my best uh, friend, Kara, who happens to, to who, I, who I work with. Like, it was, <laughs> it was, we were in college, and uh, like. Uh, me and another friend, we were just like being obnoxious, but it didn't like cause a big fu- like I. So here, here's the the other thing. Uh, be, I I don't because my wife doesn't drink. I also end up not drinking a ton unless I'm at like a cool fancy uh, cocktail bar or something because I don't really enjoy the sensations. And also, yeah. like we every hasn't... fucking time I drink with you, it's always. A lot. It's always yes. That's the thing. It is always yeah. It's always a lot. And <laughs> um, no, whenever well, I drink with you, it's always like I always start drinking vodka, and I never drink vodka. I only drink vodka with you. Well, <laughs> you know that makes me feel special. Well, th- th- <laughs> but but I think that's interesting because I also get very very drunk with. I was uh, I was not I guess we're gonna say this for another show. But while I was not uh, at WWDC, I was around WWDC World. Oh, World don't West worry. There's a bunch conference. of shows. There's yes, a bunch of there shows. There will that be are more shows, hopefully. But I was like shit faced every fucking night, and it's because <laughs> I well, and it was it was because like these are the people that I feel safe around. I'm around yeah, a bunch yeah. of like nerdy white dudes who I know won't hurt me. And that is not something that I get to feel like the fact that I can get shit faced in a city that I don't know at all is a huge privilege. And I was like, Holy shit. Yeah. Because I know that if something terrible happens, I have like a dozen strong men who I trust, who I know will get me to my hotel safely. Well, okay. But anyway, and that's kind of what that, that is why, uh, Nothing bad. I, I also really like weed. Is because I've never like lost. I've never fully lost my faculties because I've been always been very very cautious. Uh, so, uh, uh, long answer long. Nothing. The worst that has ap- has happened is that I have been obnoxious and eaten too much bad food and then had a tummy ache. <laughs> so how about you what, what was your worst experience um so so it's kind of the same as in like it wasn't bad but it was just like to the point where it was like i don't want to smoke this much so <laughs> um so i was just like chilling and um like my favorite thing to do like at, like after like a very long day um i'll get some weed I'll put on like God. I'm such a fucking stereotype. I'll either like I'll put on. I'll get some weed and I'll like either listen to a podcast 
on like the big speakers like uh, or i'll put on fucking jazz music and i'll and i'll read a book um Oh, reading and, while high is amazing. Oh man! Sorry. So this is this. So this is what I was doing. So I was reading Zadie Smith's uh, Swing Time, and like my favorite thing is like, especially the the read while high is like fiction. So I'm reading this book, and like, I had like, um, like a bowl and a half, but it was like super strong, bud. And like, there was this point where I like sunk into my couch. And I felt like I was in the story, Alex. Like, and then like <laughs> out of out of nowhere, like I look up for my book and I saw a zebra. There was a zebra that was galloping like in the corner of my eye. Whoa! And and there was like not a zebra in the book. There was no zebras in this book. Oh my god! But it was a zebra. Like, it th- and I was like, yo. <laughs> so then, I had a couple scoops of ice cream. I had some chips, and I went to bed. And like, but like I said, like I lay down, but I was like still mad high. So like I felt my, so I tried to read again and I felt myself floating. Like I felt myself transcending out of the bed and I was like, whoa. (laughs) And I realized that this particular strain, I got to be more careful. I I mean, that's the thing. It's like the worst thing that happened is uh, what uh, the worst thing that happened was zebras. (laughs) <laughs> yeah which is so much better than like booze where like if you drink too much you fucking not only feel bad then but then two days after yeah oh my god and i i, I mean i don't want to call anybody out but i will i will one the one thing about wwdc being in san jose and not in san francisco um, no one, it, no one in Seattle, if you know what I mean, is trying to sell you drugs. No one has, uh, <laughs> was no connects. So, no so connects. we, uh, uh so, um, no, no, I, I, uh, don't want to, uh, uh, I, well, again, new city. I don't want to anyway. Uh, I mean, well, also so. I, I was thinking that this is the weirdest podcast I've ever recorded, but, but, and, and it's like, we were supposed to talk about WWDC. And the release yeah. of High Sierra. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, there's like there's like twenty fucking shows that are talking about this. I think I think our WWDC special is the best one. <laughs> and this was a great. We talked about where we did not talk about anything. <laughs> we talked about anxiety, uh, uh, queer visibility, the Trump administration, getting high in oh, Seattle. Uh, yeah. What a day. I will say that I, I I I promise you guys I am not stoned right now. I'm just running on no sleep and uh, yeah, me like six me diet cokes. Oh. Well, no, James, I'm not gonna pr- promise any more episodes because every time we do that, it fucks us up. And I so know. W- you know, guys, uh, maybe you'll have an episode Who knows? again. Who knows? At maybe you will. Maybe, maybe this is the last episode ever. If not, yeah, I think we, we went out know. on a high note. I hate you. Uh, Goodbye. Th- this has been another episode of Refresh, where the F in F5 stands for... Um, <laughs> my God, this show... I, I'm just very surprised of the um, trajectory it's taken today. <laughs> um, we have lost focus. Um, yeah, so there it is. The F in F5 stands for lost of focus. All right. Well, well, I I will <laughs>
I'm going to go to Seattle. I think right now I'm going to go to Seattle and uh, work on my to-do list. Sounds good. Sounds good.